Hello and welcome to Buildings of Tomorrow. My name is John Lester and in this episode we'll be talking about data analytics as an enabler. I'm joined today by Tyson Suter, a Global Business Development Manager for Digitalization at Siemens Smart Infrastructure. Tyson, thank you for joining us. Thank you. We've talked about data analytics. What can this enable us to do? So, you know, there's the tradition, like the obvious ones, of course. You know, reduce energy. Great. Reduce operational cost. These are things that we can do. It enables to make decisions, but it, what it doesn't do is solve any problems. It highlights problems. It directs us into the right area on how to fix things. But by itself, it doesn't fix anything. So one of the biggest things that we see is, as a software solution, we want to raise every single issue wrong in your building. That doesn't fix anything. So if you raise a thousand issues in any one building, it's very likely nothing gets done. But if you can raise a smaller amount of issues with a bit of context and provide good, valuable, trusted information to the, the local team, that's when you'll see value. That's when you'll see people fix issues on site because they have trust in the product, but they also have context to be able to approach the situation or the issue. Where does this context come from? So the context comes from the tools. It, co it comes from not just the tools, but smart individuals looking at, the, at the, the results of the tools. So people. People. The relationship between people and technology is, is critical. So it can, it can find things very efficiently. It can address things. Uh, so it can identify things at scale. It can point people in the right area. But we still have highly skilled engineers looking at the data, adding value to the data. From there, you have the local representatives being able to fix the issue. And there's a, there's a huge uh, number of issues that come when you start trying to do anything at scale across a global community. It's languages, it's, it's standards within a region or a country. It could even be different utility rates within a certain subsection of a, of a region. Yeah. Different applications within different regions. Exactly. But then you get on site and then there's the whole history of um, you know, political issues on site all the way down to finance issues or, or, or capital planning or there's replacement works. There's just relationships that you need to maintain as a part of every single step of this. So the tools that we that anyone uses in this in this market is designed to identify the issues, direct the issues, give a lot of valuable data to the people that need to fix them, and also show the benefits of fixing them. Validate the work once it's done. So it's building trust from end to end, uh, enabling people to do things at a, at a larger scale, and bringing the right context to the the right. Uh, skilled engineer or technician. So you can identify issues using data analytics. Mm -hmm. You can model or understand the benefits of fixing that issue, but you still need a person there to understand what's feasible, what's important. Exactly, and and, and you need to have a relationship as well. So you, if you if you can't get buy-in from the the facility manager, the building owner, or the site technician, you can't really make any benefits on site either. So it's really about saying this is. As a group, we're making the we're fixing this site. We're making it better. We're doing this because we believe there's a huge benefit to everyone here. So data analytics doesn't replace people on site, or doesn't replace the expertise of those people. It just enables them to make better decisions using their knowledge. Exactly. It's not it's not finding new issues. It's really saying, here's the issue you might be aware of, or you completely understand once you see it, and then justifying fixing that to everyone on site. And that and that's a conversation that's becoming more difficult because as we see the people on site 
changing out. We're getting more tech-savvy people, but less engineering-focused people. So this helps them make the decisions with very clear representatives of the benefit. Okay, so we, we have a generational change of people who are better at interacting with technology, but maybe don't have decades of experience to understand uh, the heartbeat of a building as well as the previous generation. Exactly, and that's just the way the market's shifting. So you, and, and as, as uh, the, the economies grow and, and, and portfolios grow, people get stretched and they have less time to be able to work on these things. So this just allows them to still maintain high performance on buildings, but what with less time available. Great, thank you very much. Thank you. And thank you all for joining us here on Buildings of Tomorrow. Please feel free to comment, like, and share this episode, and also ensure to subscribe to us here on this channel. We'll see you again soon.